end episode 99 of Fired Up. Almost at the century mark. One more week to go. Uh, I'm Mike Toledo. Joining me, as always, is Dom Console. Dom, what's going on, man? Ooh, man, I've heard that 99 times already. Or, or yep. maybe maybe it's more like 95, 94 <laughs> with, with the shows that I've missed. But uh, here or there. Yeah, we're, exactly. we're getting up there. Yeah, yeah. We're, know, uh, yeah. we're, we're aging like fine wine over here. This time two years ago, we I think we started to kind of get the motions into yeah. a concept for the pod. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was uh it was like a week or two before the draft. Um, right. It was like early early to mid April. So so we're definitely approaching that. Absolutely. And as always, we'll have Chris with you. Chris, what's going on, man? I was uh, at that point just listening to you guys, not really you know driving to work every day. Like, man, this is pretty cool. They're doing a pretty nice job. So. Two years later, now I'm another stenot on the show. Now you're a part of it, <laughs> exactly. Uh, hopefully, we, we well, come no, up I mean, something. it's been it's it's been a year and a half, or uh, uh, what, a half a year, maybe a yeah, little bit more. Uh, when a little bit more, right? It was it was, like, it, was about, it was what the middle like of summer. Sixers, uh, okay. The six were the Sixers in the playoffs at that point. Yeah, I believe the we, Sixers. Were okay, the so we I okay. What happened was I think the Sixers were just eliminated from the playoffs, and I had. All of our writers on because that was yeah, when we got was off. I was down in the, I was yeah. in the Poconos. Yes. Yeah. So it was like it was like Mayish June. Yeah. So we're almost we're almost on a year with you, and uh, I I mean it, it seems like it seems like you've been on for a hundred episodes with us, and it seems like you've been on like a month. It's so strange how that works. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and hopefully we come up with some some big ideas for episode hundred. I have some ideas. We'll talk all fair. So do I. Yep. So, okay, I, I want to hear him. Um, we'll talk about it. Hopefully, we come back a week from tonight, and we we have a, we have an awesome big show. Um, there's a lot going on. Obviously, a lot of Eagles stuff. You know, just like just like Frank Shirley, and hopefully everybody gets his reference. I want Gardner Johnson brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. Um, Christmas vacation? No, nah, nobody gets the reference. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, but before we get into that, I do have to tell everybody about our sponsor. Where did my ad read just go? What? It, hold on. Uh oh. Wow. Uh oh. There we go. Nine, Ninety-nine <laughs> episodes in. Ninety-nine episodes in. We're still not prepared. Oh uh, no, we are not. Spring is sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help you get the uh, perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using code Fired Up to get twenty percent off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. It's time to tame, tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show your face in the daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you uh, got a glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. The kit starts off with the Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of add-ons. It also comes with the titanium-coated T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a tech piece of art uh, in a travel size package with long lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. Next, the kit has liquid goods to make you feel good, starting with the beard shampoo and conditioner. You can't treat your beard like you treat your pubes. That's why the kit has a special shampoo and conditioner specially designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and replenish your beard's natural oils and promote beard health. The Pro Kit also has 
Manscaped's beard oil, the nutrient-infused oil, relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath, while adding a little shimmer and shine to living up the look. Cap it off with the Beard Bomb, a pomade that shapes, styles, moisturizes, bringing the amazing scent of fresh uh, eucalyptus, rosemary, lavender essential oils. Why is Manscaped hitting me with these big words that I can't understand what they do or mean? It doesn't matter. Uh, not to mention the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, the uh, Beard Hedger Pro Beard Kit. Uh, also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code FIREDUP at Manscaped.com. It's 20% off and free shipping with the code FIREDUP at Manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro kit for the cleanest look in the game. Lots of stuff going on at Manscaped, uh, so check them out. Um, uh, also, really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. It has nothing to do with Manscaped. Chris, okay. did you just see that fucking that, that play in the, in the, in the uh, Mexico-Japan? No, I must be behind you. He robbed a homer. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. What was it? What was the uh, first and second two outs? I don't know. I just saw it on Twitter. Oh, incredible! The kid from uh, Tampa. What's his name? The outfielder. Um, he plays for Mexico. Mexico. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who's on Mexico. I. I'll be honest. I haven't paid attention to like the World Baseball Classic at all. Except for what's his name getting Catherine hurt and he's out for the season. Yes, uh, uh, I'm talking about the, the Mets. I was talking about the Mets closer. What the what the fuck is his name? Edwin is? Diaz. Edwin Diaz. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean Trey Turner's mashing, which is really nice to see. Yeah, real nice to see. I just I just didn't know if you saw that, Chris. That was I, I just turned it on when I came upstairs. It happened I, thirty seconds ago. <laughs> I must be way behind then. We'll All see. Right. I don't yeah. know. Right now, I have three nothing Mexico, two outs, runner on first and second. Who yeah, I have? bottom six. Bottom six. Yep. All right. Well, we'll we'll get into all that. Um, first, obviously, a lot of Eagles stuff. Um, and I don't really even know where to begin. Uh, it was kind of a weird week where like. You don't really know, especially the secondary. You really don't know, didn't know what was happening. Slay apparently was going to get released, and then surprisingly didn't. Got restructured, signed an extra two years. Um, they re-signed Bradbury, which I don't think really anybody saw coming. And then today you get the big one, Garner Johnson going to the Lions. I'm I'm perplexed. I'm real perplexed. I feel like we first. I thought coming into the the off season, I thought Garner Johnson was the number one priority. And he's young. He's a damn good player. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie. I feel a little played with. I feel a little fucked over. I feel like, you know, I feel like she was a little flirtatious with me for the last, you know, couple months. I feel like maybe she let me hit once or twice. You right. know what I mean? And now I'm getting stood up after that. You know what I mean? I feel like we're getting ghosted here. We're getting left at the altar. And I don't like it. I don't like the feeling that Garner Johnson has put upon the city of Philadelphia. Not only are we getting ghosted, did you hear what he just said, that Detroit has a better roster than the Eagles had in, last year? I like, did not see that. On, but, he, but he, like, it's He's hard to believe. He is a Twitter, Twitter troll, and it's hard to believe or trust anything he says because he just talks shit. But, but uh, he's become my sworn enemy. I, I hope he blows both his knees out. Oh. I'm serious. I hope he blows both his knees out. And his one-year prove-it deal, he, he doesn't play another snap really after this year. Are really upset that he, that, he, that he took yes. more money? Did he take more money, though? Because uh, by, by all accounts, the Eagles offered him three years, $24 million. Yeah, by all accounts. Backloaded. Million. Yeah, backloaded. Yeah. Okay. So eight eight is more than 3.5. Yeah, but he's right? only got 6.5 guaranteed 
in six point five is still more than than three point five. Okay, and yeah. then what if he does both his knees? Then, then, what then if that's he does his fault. Both his knees? Exactly. That's but why I hope it happens. But, Call me but, a shitty but, person but, for, but, for wishing injury upon CJ Gardner Johnson. But he is my sworn listen, enemy. Listen, I am I am just as upset that he's not here. But we like like I think this has to do more with the Eagles. There's reports came out today that said they didn't even offer him a contract when free agency started. They get, they said here's three point five. Because you don't want to believe it. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, probably. The I report think... came out 3.5 this year, 3.5 next year, and then 17 in the final year. He said, nope, eight, eight, I have a chance to make $8 million this year and get even more money going into – maybe I can make more than $24 million over the next three years. He's betting on himself just like a lot of other guys do. Like, like you know, he looked, he looked really all good. around the league. He looked really good against the top two or three defense in the league. He's not going to look that good on a Detroit Lions team. Now they're not. Well, then bad. why are you so mad, then? Because because I I, I don't know. I just don't, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. That I'm uh, fuck him. That's why. Unfortunately, why is it his? But like, why is it just his? Like, like, why isn't this I'm, Howie Rosen's fault? Wait, listen, listen, listen. Why is it? Oh, Again, I am upset. I'm upset that he's not here, but I'm not going to blame the guy for taking more money and an opportunity to, to, to make even more money next year. What I'm saying is, why why is the blame solely on CJGJ? Why isn't it on Howie Roseman, who said, you know what, we'll give Bradbury money, we'll give Slay money, but you know what, the best player in our secondary, secondary, we're not even going to talk to him in free agency, which was the port. So no, I think, no, no, see, I, think, I, I, think, think they tried. What, I think they tried. I think what happened was it was, it was backwards, Tom. I think what was what I, was, I think they went to CJ Gardner Johnson first and said, "Hey, this before is free agency, absolutely." And then no, he said, "No, they, yeah." And they said, "All right, we're gonna go get Bradbury back then, and then we're gonna go run absolutely. Back no, no, absolutely. They went, but in between, sometime in between the Super Bowl and when free agency started, they absolutely picked up the phone and said, "CJ, GJ, you're our first priority." He said, "I want a billion dollars," and they said. Absolutely not. Here's your offer. We're going to backload it. He said, no, I think I can make more money either even next year, even if it was the one-year deal. And Howie Roseman said, this is the best you're going to get. And he said, no, thanks, but you have until the end of – you have until free agency starts. Howie Roseman said, eh, I'm good, and paid Slay, restructured him, by the way, or, yeah. or added the two years, rather, yeah. uh, and then and then gave Bradbury money, which is also fine, too, which I like both those guys. Uh, you can know, we also – can we talk about how smart Howie does look that – he didn't franchise tag him at that $14 million mark, right? I mean, you would have been paying $14 million for CJGJ. He didn't get right. Right, he got, he got six and a half. Yeah, yeah right. Or yeah, do you do you think do you think the Eagles got the chance to match the eight the one year eight million dollar deal? Do do, do you I'm think sure. they match, Do you think they matched it and and he, he eight, still and he like still went right, elsewhere? Right. Or do you think they never even offered him the eight? The I don't eight know. Million one year. I. I don't think they offered him that because I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I not sure. What I think is his Twitter fingers got involved, and uh, he even texted the disrespect is real. So when did that disrespect is real tweet? Was that maybe? After, was that the Eagles like they went to him and you know what I mean? When did that? That was come? right after Slay. That was right after Slay. Right. And I'm sure it was. It, I'm sure it was. No, we're not going to offer you that same contract. Yeah. That, that's just the way that I take it. Listen, I, I wish he was here, but I'm not going to sit here and, and bag on the guy for going to make more money somewhere else and possibly make more money next year when Harry Roseman said, nah, you know what? I'm good. Just let me be angry. All right. That's all I have. You're allowed to be angry. I'm, no, I'm you're angry. absolutely allowed to be angry. I'm angry because you look at all the pieces that they're losing on the sec- uh, in, on the defense as a whole. And 
he was a really big part of that. He was he really was absolutely he, he was crucial in the turnover game. He was he was a very good part of this defense, and a lot of the defense is gone. What is this team going to look like next year? We got, we got another wrong. Okay. Um, what I'm saying is you're just blaming C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Because he could have... Howie been, Rosen... Because, no, because he no, could have been... No, he don't know that. No, he could have been here on a cheaper deal if he truly wanted to win, but he doesn't care about that. Michael, yeah. if I if I gave you the Michael, I gave you the Michael. <laughs> if somebody came to you and said, "Here's more money," you're gonna sit here and say, "Nah, you know what? I'm, I'll What's take less." Was it eight million and seven and a half million when you're they lost half their money. defense? What do you mean? The Detroit Lions are probably better than this roster anyway. They're gonna win That's the division, bullshit. so it doesn't matter. That's bullshit. Oh, they're the gonna win roster, the division. The current, the current gonna, defense. Oh, get the, the hell out the, of here. The Lions are gonna win the division. I they sure they are. are. Sure. Um, okay. That's like winning. That's like winning the AFC South. Sure, somebody's gotta win the division. They lost eight players on defense, and they brought three of the, or they brought two of them that were over the age of thirty-five. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I had a headache before I started this show, and it's even worse now. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they said here's three point five, three point five, and then seventeen, he could sit here and say, you know what? I'll take the six point five guaranteed or the eight million that I could possibly make, and play even just as good as I did last year, and make even more than seventeen million in in, in, in two years. He's or he blows out himself. both his knees and we're all happy. Or he blows out both his knees and he can do that here. And and you and, know what? And, and I'll never Reed, play again. And Reed Blankenship's patrolling the secondary. And he stinks too. <laughs> well, I, I'm not. Really, I'm not willing to. Marcus said stinks. stinks, dude. I'm not, I, hold on, I'm not willing to say Blankenship's dead. We saw some flashes. What has um, he done? We he's saw made three big flashes. tackles. He, no, sure. You guys, um, you guys love these players, no. man. Hold, hold, I didn't say you love guys them. tried to I, tell me. You guys tried to sell me I'm so hard on Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, Reed Blankenship. Please, you guys sound like Sixers fans. Justin We're Evans. Jake Milton and 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 uh uh uh, uh Furcon Corkmaz where they have a huge game and you guys just love them. Like Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we slow down? I'm fired up. You are fired up. Can we slow down a little bit? Yes. Um, because I did, I did obviously. That's what she said. Yes. Um, now I'm sidetracked. But so we're t- obviously Garner Johnson's gone. Let's pour one out for his career because he's going to go to a place where they always die. <laughs> um, anyway, so we can move on. Now I want to talk about the replacement, right? We we have a feeling Reed Blankenship's on the one side. Who's the safety on the other side? I've heard. Jalen Mills thrown out there. They just signed um, somebody. They did sign Justin Evans. Yeah, Justin Evans. A very injury, an injury prone safety from Love all that. accounts is what I what I've seen. Um, I've seen Jalen Mills. Yeah, pretty last year. Yeah, I've seen Jalen Mills' name thrown out there. I'm skeptical because he had a once he left, he was pretty damn good in in New England. We've seen what Jalen Mills is here. He's just okay, nothing more, nothing less. I don't think so. I, I'm skeptical with bringing him back. Um, or is it somebody currently on the roster? Like I don't know what the safety position looks like. Are they do they do draft somebody? They, maybe I was just saying. Do you think they draft somebody? Yeah, I don't think they take them at the the tenth pick, but at the thirtieth pick. Plus, I I don't think I don't think they sit here and say we'll give Slay money and we'll give Bradbury money, and then they brought in um, Greedy Williams along with Maddox. You know, they're, they're the four cornerbacks. I don't think they bring them in without the idea of maybe, maybe possibly. Yep. Um, drafting drafting a safety. Yep, I I, I like the Greedy Williams signing a lot. I do. It's, I do too. He's your fourth cornerback. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the contract was, but I. I well, here's here's the thing though, Don. Go he's ahead. Your fourth cornerback, but theoretically, he's your backup outside corner. 
Yeah. In in like because Avante just can't play the out, outside. So. Right. I mean that means they gave up on Zach McPherson. Is well, I think he's I think he's a he's an equal guy, and that's also assuming Avante stays on the field for a whole season. That's true too. I think I think you could be right about them giving up on McPherson, but I think they know he's just he's he's never going to play the outside either. So yeah, well, uh, th- that could be it. Could be that too, or he could just totally stink and they just given up on him. So well, that, that's the thing you talk about cornerback and I guess secondary as a whole, and you look at the tenth overall pick, and I feel like before they sign. Uh, they resigned Bradbury and extended Slay. Um, I feel like see, cornerback at ten was a guarantee. Uh, is yeah. it anymore? Like, I, who knows where they go at ten? They're going to go edge rush. I think that's where I think. Well, that's what well, I was, was, was going to say to you guys. So now, now that the quarterbacks are kind of, um, there's probably like four cornerbacks that could go before quarterbacks before uh, that could go before their pick at ten. Does that mean like one of these edge guys, maybe or or defensive line? I think it kind of slips a little bit, and you move up. You maybe you yeah. move up to seven. I know, I know. I talked about it with you guys over in our group chat, but like, if Jalen Carter's there at ten, he's got some baggage on him. But if he's there at ten, do you take him? Well, honestly, dude, honestly, like if if they're picking at ten, those four quarterbacks go, and um, uh, what's his name, Anderson from Alabama? Anderson. He goes, he goes. I, honestly, like if he's there at seven or eight. And there's talks about the teams at seven or eight, nine that will take Carter. Maybe you do move up. Maybe you do move up to get him. Yeah, depending know, on the price, obviously. I know it comes but. with baggage, but I just think when you're in the position the Eagles are, they lost a lot of guys on defense. You got to hit on number ten or eight, nine, eight, seven if you decide to move up. Like you have to hit on that first round pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I also, you know, I do think while we're sitting here talking, like. Nadamik and Sue still out there. I know we're talking about older people, but like he can shore up the defense a little bit. There's some guys out there. Like I know you said who's out there at safety still. Um, you know I know Kevin Byard. Like Tennessee does not want to pay that guy. I don't know if we can pay him, but Adrian Amos is still out there from uh, Green Bay and Chicago. He you know he can stop gap a position for two three years just to kind of like fill a hole in there. Um, so I'm just thinking, like, while you guys are talking about the draft, what free agents are still out there too to try and fill some holes? Oh, and, and I know, I know you're talking about free agents, but really quick, going back to the draft, um, I, I honestly, and we kind of saw it last year, which where, where we thought that Hamilton could have been a pick here, um, and they went Davis, but I, I maybe they even take a safety in the second round. You know, maybe they move back with that second pick in the first round and, and then go out and get a safety or they use that second pick in the first round for a safety. Uh, I, I just think, I think this defensive line is getting really old and the, the best, the best thing you could possibly do is try to draft guys early, you know, try, try to draft defensive, you know, the, the defensive line early, but um, I, don't, I don't know much about what's his name. Bird. Did you say? Yeah. Byard. Byard, bird, whatever. Uh, I don't, I know he's a Philly guy, right? He's from the area. Was- Philly till he was like fourteen. Okay. Then he went down um, to Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know much about him, like play wise and stuff like that, but uh, I I don't know. I I just I just I, I just want to get younger. I really do. In any any way possible, get younger and cheaper. They have a million picks next year, so uh, yeah. I don't know. Yep. Fair enough. Um. 
I did kind of want to talk about the wide receiver position. Um, because that Zach Passel goes to Arizona, Quez is, I guess, still your number three. What is, is the possibility of drafting somebody? Do they go out and sign somebody for a number three, fourth spot, or are they kind of fine at wide receiver? You think? I think they're going to draft a receiver in high. How, how high do you think? Ooh. Top two rounds, second I, rounder, you see, maybe maybe a second rounder, but I. I also think, like what Dom said, they're going to trade back, I think, and gain some more picks later in the draft. I just can't see them having, what's it, one, two firsts, one second, one third, and then two sevenths. That's it for this year, right? Something like that. Something like that, but then comes the question of, like, we've seen Howie's track record of drafting non-surefire wide receivers in the draft, right? You think about the Arcega Whitesides. You think about the Jalen Ragers, the John Hightowers. Like, anybody that wasn't a slam dunk other than Devontae Smith, he struck, he swung and struck out on. So do we trust him to draft a good wide receiver in the draft? Um, get down. I, I, I was going to say, I, I think I think we're also kind of forgetting about what Howie Roseman is really good at in when when July rolls around, that's when they got CJ Gardner Johnson. Totally, he can make a trade for a receiver. You know, totally. uh, that's that's just kind of what Howie does. Howie, somebody I saw it on Twitter today in Madden terms, where the Eagles sign a guy that's a seventy eight overall, and by December he's an eighty five overall. <laughs> so that that is something that Howie Roseman is really good at finding talent late in the season, um, finding good deals late in the season. Who knows? Maybe um, Denver or somebody that has like a lot of receivers that could possibly take a mid to late round. They might say, "Hey, you know, we'll give you this player or that player." And obviously, not a guy like Judy or Sutton, but like, you know, a guy that could play the slot or, you know, something along those lines. I wouldn't mind taking a a receiver in the draft in the second or third round, but at the same time, though, Dom, what did what did uh, Ramsey went for? What a a, A fourth? A third? Was it a third? Jalen, would someone like Sutton does that? Is that does that only cost you a fourth? Like, what does that look like? Well, I oh, are, are we going to speak specifically on Sutton or just a guy like Sutton? Just a guy like Sutton. Like, okay, what does that? Like Sutton's a slot guy, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sutton's a really underrated. Good, he's a good player, but like, um, I don't know. I just, I just think. I just think because Sutton, I think Sutton holds more value as a receiver than Ramsey as a, as a cornerback. I think I think Ramsey has fallen off a lot. What a he cost slide. a lot of money. Sorry. Wow. Now you're good. See that slide. Yeah, that was a I holy can't shit. That was sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I just think, I just think Jalen Ramsey costs a billion dollars and has fallen off a lot. I think Sutton has his. Oh, he's still know, a really good player. Issues. Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I think he's a yeah, he's a nice player. player. Yeah, I don't know if he's worth his money at this point, but yeah, maybe. I think that's I mean, why he got they got a third round pick because he's cost a lot of money. No, yeah. totally, totally. But I don't know. Totally. Um, I'm just saying. I think I think late just because it's the end of March and we, they're not making moves. Um, I don't think we need to worry. You know. We don't have to hit the panic button. You know, Harry Rosen's really good at making June and July moves. Totally, and and the NFL offseason is a very long one. So, like, just yeah. because just because I'm angry now on March, what's today's date? The twenty twentieth, first twentieth. Since since I'm angry here on March twentieth, doesn't mean 
it's going to be a miserable offseason. Um, I still think they're, even with the turnover they've had on defense, I still think they are a top team in the NFC. Like, Jalen Hurts is by far, by far, assuming Rodgers does go to the AFC, which I don't think is complete yet, is it? No, it's not complete yet. Assuming no. he goes to the AFC, Jalen Hurts is by far the best quarterback in the in the NFC. By far. Um, so I, I do think they're still a contender uh, to win the NFC because as long as you have the best quarterback, you have the, you know a, a good chance of going. Um, but but just because I'm angry now doesn't mean it's going to be a bad offseason. I I will say that. Yeah, and you know also I don't think I don't think we can expect them to do what they did this year either record wise. Like I don't I know Dak I, is I, not the best. No 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 no. I'm just saying. No no no. I was reading the comment. Come no. on, man. Dak is oh. the best. Dak is not the best. But, not, Dak, Dak but, might not be top three in the NFC. <laughs> um. But no, I, I I don't expect them at this point right now to be, what were they, 14-3 and three or whatever they were? Like, uh, yeah. I, I just don't, I, I you know, with the current roster, obviously things can change. I don't think it's going to be drastic enough to where, you know, like, like the C.J. Gardner-Johnson trade last year, like, happened right before training camp, and we were like, oh, that's a nice move, and then it turned out to be a great move. Totally. So, like, you know, going into the season, I'm not sure how I'll feel, but I still think they could compete for a Super Bowl. I don't know if, again, I don't know if they're the one seed that wins 14 games again, but... Um, you know, and I think they have a pretty favorable schedule next year. Like a, a pretty. I thought it was one. pretty. I thought it was pretty tough schedule next year. Was it tough? I, I from what I, I don't. I, I, I can't remember, remember off the top of my head. You normally okay. get a tougher schedule when you win right. the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you only play like one or two teams now that are right. I know they play the, the same record. I know they play the Chiefs this year. They play in Kansas City. Yes. Yep. They play that division. I think. Yep. So no, they played them this year. No. Right. No. Yeah, played Indy. They played. Oh no, I'm sorry. Indy's not in that Kansas, division. No, it's um, Kansas City, Denver, uh, right. L.A. And... They played them two years ago. Oh yeah, you're right. They Maybe. do. They do. They do play Kansas City and Kansas City, but they don't play that division. Yeah, they did play them two years ago. You know what we haven't talked about in a while? That because of free agency, what are they going to pay Jalen Hurts? <laughs> Um, is that just like, yeah, I, I, honestly, are we surprised that hasn't happened yet? Or do you think he's just worrying about free agency and uh, we'll get to that number when we get it? Or did, like, do they, my guess is they already have a number in their mind that they know they're going to have to pay him. And when they're done filling out the roster, then they'll give that to him. That's what I'm thinking. You think it's done this year, Dom? Um, if, if, well, I think if it will get done this year, I think, I think they know, like, like what Mike said, I think they know what they're going to give them if, you know, um, if it does happen, you know. Do you think it's below or above my over-under 48 and a half per year? Less. I think it's less than that. Yep. Uh, that's tough. I don't know. I think he's going to be like 45. 45. That's where I think he'll be. Okay. Um, I do think. I just look at the Daniel Jones contract and how do you even get close to like I, it's got to be much more than that. If if I'm Jalen Hurts, I and my staff next to Daniel Jones, say here you go. <laughs> like it should be much yeah. more than that contract. I think. Yeah, I, I I think I think he knows he's gonna get paid because like at this point in the season, like or at this point in the offseason, like you got you got you got the reports that come out like Jalen Hurts is not happy that he doesn't have a contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So he's gonna sit out this year, like th- things no. like that. Uh, so I, I think he's the type of like, player mentally where I don't think he would sit out anyway. Yeah, I, I guess, you, know, I guess I you never know, but he just yeah, he just seems like a gamer. I don't know. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't think he would sit out either. I think I think every single player in the NFL is not going to risk their body if they feel like they they deserve what they deserve. Well, that's the only reason I think Hurts wants to get paid now, especially with how he plays the game. Like he plays the game. Like when he if the they don't have it started by the season, like the money starts coming down probably as the season starts. Unfortunately for him, yeah, yeah. But they also don't have to pay him this offseason. I mean, they don't that have doesn't to mean it won't happen. If they didn't want to. I mean, if they didn't want to, they could just franchise tag. But Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they want to go down that road, though. No, no I don't think so either. Any, anytime you franchise they, they somebody, it can, get very me- it can get very messy. Anytime yeah. you franchise somebody. I, I, they, they paid Wentz early, too. They paid, they paid him after his third year. So. And we, we see how that happened. Maybe, maybe, maybe right. they're being a little cautious with this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, speaking of the quarterback position, obviously, Garner Minshew goes... Where did he sign? Why am I drawing a blank? Indy. Indianapolis, because that's where all backup quarterbacks of the Eagles go. Um, and they bring in Marcus Mariota. Finally, he's an Eagle, right? After... Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what draft was that? 2015? 2015, yeah. 20, 2015 draft where Trip Kelly was trying to trap up for him. Um, finally, he's an Eagle after all. And what do we think about this move? Uh, he's a backup quarterback. He's probably a fine, nice backup quarterback. I, he might he's probably be the best better. in the league. Uh, he, I think so. He might be better than Gardner Minshew, right? Probably. I think he's, he, better, he, I think he's better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> he, he might be, be. He honestly. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so are we in favor of that of that backup move then? I think it's a good. Yes. I think it's a good deal. Oh, yeah. Also, I mean, too, because you, you, you need a guy. We saw it last year. We saw it the last two years. Jalen Hurts missed two or three games in the last two years. You know, like, like if you need Chris a guy talking about a game. Chris was talking about his style of play. That he, right. That's what happens. He tends to get hurt. Right. Um, so I, I think I think Mariota's a nice, a nice guy that could go out there and get you a win or two. I don't think Gardner Mitchell was that guy. I said that last year, so. What's the what was the Mariota deal? One year, five. Um, uh, I don't know. Sounds right. Oh, go up have it. Yes, one it? year, five million. Yep. And it could go up to eight with incentives. I think. Uh, I don't have that down. He yes. only he's going to make one million less than Brandon Graham. Isn't that crazy? It's Brandon cool. Graham, yeah. Brandon, it's the easiest Brandon, job in the world. Brandon Graham, what, backup quarterback. Did, yeah. Brandon Graham really did give Philadelphia a, a hometown discount. Like, yeah. He really, really did. That dude. You know, two years ago, I really liked the guy, but now I'm like start. He's starting to become like one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, one of the cool. most beloved. One of the most beloved yeah. Philadelphia sports athletes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice callback. Um, but <laughs> like I said a couple weeks ago, when we were talking about players that were going to leave or stay, like I think Brandon Graham was going to retire an Eagle. I don't think he's going to put on yeah. another uniform at all. Yeah, but I think it's him, like him and Kelsey. Yeah, but Mike, for him to then like. Say hey, we're gonna bring the core back, and then the core around him gets paid. The core around him gets paid one year fourteen point two five and one year ten. Like Kelsey got one year fourteen point two five, and and Cox gets one year ten. And you're like, I'm good with one year six, even though I had a better year than than Fletcher. But do we okay. think? Do we think one year ten and a better for agent. Fletcher and a better? Do we, do we think one year ten million for Fletcher? Is a discount because that's what they're calling it. Apparently, he got better offers. That seems like a lot of money for Fletcher Cox. He had a really good year. I know he did. I know, but like you saw what happened, you know, two years ago, he he wasn't all that productive, and this year he was very good around a very good supporting cast. So if you and take those, if you, 
fresh legs. He was confident. And fresh legs. But if you take a guy. That's like Brandon Graham, too. Yeah, but yeah, if, you take, no, you're right. if you take a guy away from him, like Javon Hargrave, who was a tank and a beast inside, you take that away from him. Is he as productive? I mean, well, we'll okay. Uh, go ahead, Chris. No, I was going to say we'll see. My thing here is I think that they. All right, we're gonna we're, let's start on the outside. I think I think um um, what's it? Uh, Reddick. I think yeah. Reddick. Not only had this great year, but he also provides the 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 ability for Brandon Graham to come off, take take rest, take a couple plays off, and be even better and fresh to go for the next drive. I think that I, now going into the inside, I think they are real. And I think I said this in our group chat. I think they're really hoping Jordan Davis um, takes a big leap this year. Like like you know. To, to make up for Hargrave, they'd rather pay Slay. They'd rather pay Bradbury. They'd rather have tried to get C.J. Garner-Johnson back. They'd rather move this money around in other places, put it in other places, to hope that this first-round pick last year is productive. And I think they just said, you know what, Javon Hargrave, you're a good player. You're 30 years old. Um, we're going to go any younger. We're going to go with our younger core and hope that he's the guy. I think that's kind of what they're trying to do here. Um, put him next to Fletcher Cox, a guy that knows how to play the game, be a leader, you know, teach, teach this kid how to play, you know, play at this level. So, uh, I, I think they're really good. I think, th- I think they could draft a guy like, if, like I said, like you said earlier, if Carter's there and, and they want to take him, I mean, it's a no brainer, but, um, they love defensive line. So totally, um, moving there's still a couple, um, departures and arrivals that we haven't really discussed yet. Um, obviously, Miles Sanders goes to Car- uh, Carolina. We kind of saw that coming all season. He they, he wasn't going to resign. They just weren't going to give him the contract he was deserving. Um, so they bring in Rashad he, uh, Penny. Sorry, he, go ahead. So he, he, he reunites with Deuce? Yes, correct. I think Carolina's a really good spot for him. I do. Um, He's going to be doing the same. Like Him and Chuba are going to at least split carries. I don't think it's going to be like you're the lead back. I agree. Yep, and Ka- Carolina is making moves. You know they they have the first overall pick now, right? So, yep. um, and then they're who they just signed was Adam Thielen. So I mean they're they're, they're trying yep. to build they're trying to build something. They're gonna draft the quarterback too. Yep. Yeah, yep. They, they, but the only problem is they traded the most underrated wide receiver in football. The most underrated wide receiver in football. Dom's favorite player. <laughs> um, so they bring in Rashad Penny. Um. Well, I think he's a nice, nice little player. Um, he's got some injury concerns, but he had a few really, really nice years in in Seattle. Um, I'm curious as to kind of what the backfield is going to look like in terms of like splits. Is it just kind of? I mean, it's obviously going to be committee, but I'm curious as to who leads in attempts. Is it Gainwell? I, is it Penny? I, I'm, I, who knows? I think that they they could possibly draft a guy. I mean, I know we keep saying this about every yeah. position, but I really could see them drafting a guy in like the third, fourth round and just adding him in the mix, kind of like Gainwell. So, just yep. uh, real, his rookie year. Real quick to throw on to both of your uh, your radar, Bijan Robinson is in Philly right now. Okay, interesting. So he did post on his Instagram story like that he's in Philly in a picture of the Eagles Stadium. Interesting. So at least Eagles, for a little workout. Little yeah, interview. at least the Eagles are definitely in on an interview. Yep. So doing their homework at least. Yep. Yep. Which is which is interesting in itself because even if they don't draft them, the fact that it shows how Rosen made me a little bit interested in drafting a running back that high goes against everything I know about Howie Roseman. Yeah. 
It's not, it doesn't, it, to be honest with you, like that doesn't excite me that much because two years ago we saw Jordan Howard average five yards a carry in the, behind this offensive line. So like, I don't think they need to take him in the first round. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just think they could go other positions and they could draft another guy and they can ride this, this running back core out. You know, it is much easier to run behind an offensive line who's a, who's a top flight offensive line in football. And I guess I could kind of, it's a good transition. Uh, oh, Jojo Romero appearance, former Philly Jojo Romero. I like that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Going against Otani too. Otani, <laughs> um, but uh, but it's a good transition. Offensive line, they lose Sayamalu. Now, I mean, I guess who can we? Is is it is that Jurgen spot? They could draft a guy. No, I'm just they, 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 they could definitely draft a guy. That's an option. I think it is Jurgen's spot. Go get yeah. Zeke. I I think Zeke's done. I think, uh, and I think it's going to be great for Jurgen's to play that guard position just to be out there with those guys to get that totally. experience and like Kelsey can groom him while he's like next to him. I think that's it, right next to Kelsey. Yep. yep. I think that's even better. But if, if Jurgens isn't ready or doesn't impress when he gets to that spot, then, then who, then what, then I think you have an issue. Um, Driscoll. They are, I, if I had to put, like, if I had to bet any money, they're going to take offensive line in this draft. So maybe, maybe they hit and on And as long guy. as they go to Stoutland University, we're good. Even if it's a six-round six pick, they're, they're going to draft. They'll draft in all the rugby stuff. Howie Roseman cannot help himself. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love offensive line. Like, I, you know, they're one of the most important positions in the league, you know. Um, what do we say this whole show? They will draft somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. They'll draft. They'll draft somebody. <laughs> uh, what about linebacker? We'll draft, watch, watch them draft a punter too, because they what need about, a punter. What about linebacker? Line, well, linebacker is interesting <laughs> yeah. because you, <laughs> you, you no, you lose because you're white. You lose. Um, you lose T.J. Edwards. Um, the Kobe Dean's going to get a lot more playing time, I think. Sean Bradley. Um, yeah, you just like, draft a guy. We're, we're going to draft a guy. <laughs> Davion Taylor's still in the practice squad, right? He stinks. God forbid. <laughs> he is awful. Is he still? He probably is still. On the I practice think he squad. is on the he practice stinks. squad. Is Colorado? Oh. He went to Colorado, right? Yeah. Are they Pac-12? Yeah. Oh god. Sure are. <laughs> I'm so anti-Pac-12. It's not even funny. Well, they t- that was who they else did they take that year? Was that the Jalen Rager and Jalen Hurts year? Yeah. Ugh. They hit. They hit on one one draft pick out of that whole year. Because it was, it was uh, Rager, Hertz, Taylor, Quez Watkins, John Hightower, Kayvon Wallace, and they and they the, and they, uh, they, the they drafted t- the offensive lineman, the Prince. What's yeah, his name? Prince Tegawalu. Yeah, and at the time, the most confusing pick of the draft was Jalen Hurts. Jalen yeah. Hurts. Yep. <laughs> and it was the only one that like hit that panned yep. out. It's yep. crazy. It's crazy how those things work. Um. Anything else you guys want to talk about Eagles before we move on here? I I think we pretty much covered all the additions and subtractions, I think. Well, if we didn't, they'll draft them. To, to... Well, yeah, they'll draft yeah, right, them. exactly. <laughs> they'll draft a guy. Um, Sorry, right, so I know we've been teasing it for the last couple of weeks, but we you guys ready to bring back some Philly Sports Jeopardy? Let's do it. I am. All right, so I know uh, last time we had Purdy. That's not really relevant. So uh, give me a code where you just want to say Philly. 
Are you guys? Uh, um, Danny Briere's son's name? Carson. Carson. Yeah, we should go Carson. Carson. All right, let's go Carson. <laughs> He's in the news for not good things. But let's go with Carson. <laughs> yes. I'll, all right, that's fair enough. All right, let me get the board here set and ready. So I'll give you the categories. Number one, Jersey math. So I'm going to give you you know two guys, and you got to give me the number that those two jerseys what? out to. I, I, listen, I got to do some math. I figured what? it'd be fun. I figured it'd be fun. All right. We'll see how it goes. Japan just tied the game. Wow. Wow. Did they really? Yep. Wow. Romero just gave up a bomb. Two, two strikes, too. Okay. So, Jersey math, colleges, records and awards, trades, and hodgepodge was just miscellaneous. Those were actually done by me, though. It's not friend of the show, Doug. So, you could <laughs> All right, be, be a little thankful there. Do, do we do we want to like kind of come together and either just get the jersey math out of the way or do it last? <laughs> uh, let's do it last. Okay. Okay. And am I are we playing by the rule Jeopardy rule? If you get one wrong, am I subtracting points this time? I didn't do that last uh, let's time. Let's do what we did. Ah, uh, whatever you want to do, I don't care. I don't. Whatever you guys want. Uh, no, 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 no. No, no subtraction. All right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So who wants to go? All right. How about I'm thinking. Shush. All right. I'm not right number. Oh, I won last time. I should I should go first. Okay, all right, Dom. Dom goes first. Then uh, there you go. With Dom, right. which way do you want to go here? We'll do we'll do uh, we'll do colleges for three. Colleges for three. That's a little interesting. All right, let's do it. Eric Snow went to this Big Ten school. Eric Snow. <laughs> okay. Uh, Name a Big Ten school. I don't know. Carson. Okay, Dom. Uh, <laughs> Ohio State. Incorrect. Uh, Carson. Chris. Michigan State. Michigan State is the correct oh! answer. All right, there you go. It snows I'll, in Michigan. I'll go uh, trades 300. All right. Trades for 300. In, 2009, in the 2009 trade for Cliff Lee, the Phillies also acquired this position Carson. player. Dom. Ben Francisco. That is correct. Who is Ben Francisco? All right, Dom, let me give you your points there. All right, Dom, where are you going? Uh, we will go. What's the last line again? Ho- hodgepodge. It's just it's miscellaneous. Okay. We'll go hodgepodge for 200. Hodgepodge for 200. Phillies pitcher who learned to throw left-handed after he broke his right arm as a child. No guesses. <laughs> Carson. Dom. Real Cormier. <laughs> no, no. Incorrect. Are the uh Connor Brogdon. Incorrect. It is Billy Wagner. Ah. Which makes sense because he had a very like awkward, weird throw. Yeah. Um all right. Dom. We will go we'll go colleges again for two hundred. Colleges for two hundred. All right. LaShawn McCoy went to this university. Chris. Pittsburgh. That is correct. University of Pittsburgh. Uh, Hold on, Chris. I didn't give you your two points. There you go. Um, Records and awards, 200. Records and awards for 200. This Phillies outfielder and sportscaster was inducted into the national. Oh, Chris. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Wait, wait, wait. wait. It's Whitey, but what's it? Uh, Richie Ashburn. Correct. Reggie Ashburn, he almost shit the bet on that one. All right, let me give you your points. All right, Chris, go ahead. Uh, college is 500. Why is this thing oh. not working? Hold on. 
Oh, there we go. I was hitting the wrong button. That that would help. Colleges for what was it? One hundred? Five. Five hundred. Uh oh. We're going big here. Former Flyers winger John LeClaire went to this school. Shit. I know this. Uh Carson. Shit, shit, shit. Chris. Boston University. Incorrect. Uh Carson. I don't know. Um, um B you? Nope. That would be know. Vermont. It is Vermont. University of Vermont. Yep. <laughs> I knew it was over there too. Yep. Fuck, I knew a, that. It was a New England school. Yeah. That was a big one too. That would have put you in the lead. Uh yeah. college is four hundred. College is four hundred. Ryan Howard went to the school. Carson. Chris. University of Missouri. Do yeah, I count the, right. Missouri State University? Is that the same thing? Uh, no, that's not the same thing. It's not the same thing, right? I would say University no. of Missouri is different than Missouri State. That's what I would think. Yeah, I would say that's. I was going to say Stanford or something. I was way off. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you were. Uh, all, all right, right. Chris. Finish colleges out. Colleges one hundred. Deshaun Jackson went to this university. Carson. Carson. Uh, it was a fucking tie. Who said that first? I need to be uh, honest. I was so close. I was saying I I couldn't get the word out. No, you started. You started to say. You started to say it first, so I'll give it to Dom. Okay, uh, Cal. Correct, Cal. All right. I couldn't get the word Carson out. You you started to say Carson first. I I, I will give you that. All right, Dom. All right. You're so we're, we're done with colleges. We'll do trades for one hundred. Trades for one hundred. The Phillies traded for this pitcher at the 2008 trade deadline. Carson. Carson. Oh. Uh, Chris. What did you say? Blanton. That is Joe Blanton. Correct. They technically, that, that's, a, that's a bad question. They te- technically got him through waivers. They did. In, in, after, after the trade deadline. Did so they? do better. Yeah. They sure did. I literally, Goog- I literally Googled the Phillies trades and Joe Blanton getting traded came up. Are you sure he wasn't a, a, a waiver deadline like or a waiver trade? It was in Maybe. August. It was definitely it was after August. the deadline. Yeah, but you could you could still if players got right. placed on waivers, you could still trade for them. Right, right, right. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Uh Austin Barnes playing for Mexico. R- records and awards three hundred. Records and awards for three hundred. This sixer won the sixth man of the year award in two thousand one. Chris uh Dom. Aaron McKee. That is Aaron McKee, correct. All right. Uh, we will go. We'll go trades for five. Uh oh, it's a big. It's a big question here. Uh, yeah, can either help me or really hurt me. In 2009, the Eagles traded a first round pick, fourth round pick, and sixth round pick to the Buffalo Bills for this player. Carson. Dom. Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, Jason Peters. That is correct. That's a big, big fucking question for you. Uh, yep. 1,200 to 800. All right, Dom, you are in control. Uh, we'll go hodgepodge for four. Hodgepodge for 400. The last year of hip-hop was the 76ers mascot. Carson. Dom. 2012. Incorrect. <laughs> uh, 2017. Incorrect. Dom was so close. 2011. 11. I actually thought it was closer to 2017. When I said 2012, I was like, oh, maybe it was like 2016. No, 2011. But Man, Franklin's been the mascot for yeah. 
11 years. Yeah. Yo, really funny, really funny thing real quick about, about, uh, I, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was hip hop or, um, uh, Franklin. My brother-in-law went to the Sixers game once and he came up to him and, uh, he started like bothering him. So he's like, oh, because apparently the guy that's in the suit is a Knicks fan. So he starts saying like, oh, you're a Knicks fan or whatever. Five minutes later, he came back with a with silly string and silly just like crushed them with silly string. <laughs> but uh, all right, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go. Records and awards for one hundred. All right. The, this Eagles holds the record for most Art. amount of passing yards in one game. Chris Folesy. That is one Nick Foles. Correct. Let me do the points for that. All right. Uh, You're just leaving Jersey Max for the 400. end. Huh? Trades 400. Ooh, wrong button there. All right. And the deal that sent Scott Rowland to St. Louis, the Phillies received Bud Smith, Mike Timlin, and this infielder. Wow, Mexico really coming <laughs> back here. Uh, Carson. What was that like? Oh one, Chris. It is Placido Polanco. Oh, okay, I thought he was. I thought he was in Detroit and then went back to Detroit after the Phillies. And Chris takes the lead. I was going to say Polanco. We have a battle here. Uh, let's go Hodgepodge five hundred. Hodgepodge uh oh, five hundred. This one is a wacky one. I'm not going to lie. Um, the number of times Allen Iverson uses the word practice in his infamous Carson. press conference. Dom. Fourteen. Incorrect. Fuck. Uh, 21. That's so close. 22. Ah. <laughs> 22. So close. Missouri State. I know. <laughs> so close. A couple real close. All right. What do you got? Uh, let's go records 400. Records and awards for 400. He holds a Phillies record for most amount of RBIs in a single game with nine. Carson. Chris. Is this Schmitty? It is not. Uh, Carson. Dom. I'm going to go Ryan Howard. No. It's, He's it, hit that, a lot of home that, runs. That is the error. Uh, Jason Worth. Okay. Really? Yep. I kind of remember that now. Yeah, nine in one game is a fuckload. I will say that. All right, Chris. You are still in. Um, records 500. All right. He holds the Flyers all-time record for penalty minutes. Carson. Dom. Dave Schultz. It is not Dave Schultz. Not Dave Schultz. Ah, oh, I know this. No shot for me. <laughs> no. Pass. <laughs> you, you probably know uh, the no. player, I would guess. I mean, just take a guess. Bobby Clark? It is not Bobby Clark, no. Dom, who do you think it is? Um, Is it Tockett? It is Rick Tockett, yep. Fuck. It's the second time that happened to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Trades 200. The Flyers traded James Van Riemsdyk for this Toronto player. Carson. Uh, Don, uh, which, which, which brother is it? Fuck. Luke Shen. <laughs> it is Luke Shen. Yep. I almost said Braden Shen. That would have been bad. Uh, right. We'll go hodgepodge for three. Hodgepodge for 300. All right. Before relocating to Philadelphia, the 76ers were originally founded in Syracuse, New York, under this name. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I know this one, too. Stumped you got uh, this one, huh? This should have been the 500. You think uh, so? This is a tough one. I, I know it, too. As soon as you're going to say it, I'll know it. 
or if Chris knows it. Uh, I have no clue. I'm going to go like... Carson Bullets. No, <laughs> that's Washington. <laughs> I was that was the Wizards before before they were the Wizards. Uh, shit, I don't know. No guess. No. It's funny when when you said Washington, I thought you were going to remind yourself of the name. It is a current team that plays in Washington. Oh, uh, Nationals. Okay. They they were the they were the Syracuse Nationals. I'm not that upset about it. I didn't. That I thought I would know it. Like once you said it. <laughs> Right. But it didn't sound no, familiar. No, you did not. Uh, all right. Uh, who had control? Is it still Chris? Just 100. 100. 100. Guys are saving the jersey math for the end. Uh, I thought you guys would hit that out early. All right. The Sixers drafted this player second overall in the 2010 NBA draft. Carson. Dom. Um, fuck. <laughs> Evan Turner. It is Evan Turner, correct. I couldn't remember if his last name was Evans or if his first name was Evan. Yeah. So oh, Dom, just got in there. That hit. Dom was up fifteen hundred to thirteen hundred, heading into the last oh, category, boy. jersey math. I'm you just gonna are, go in you order. Guys, you guys are overthinking these jerseys. The the players I put on here, I don't think is that tough. But we'll right. see. The math one hundred. Right, math. right. The math part's the hard part. One hundred, you said. Yep. Terrell Owens and David Akers. Carson. Dom. 83. It is 83, correct. See, I start off easy. That was an easy one. All right, 200. 200, all right. Eric Lindros and Simone Gagne. Carson. Dom. 100. It is 100, yep. <laughs> all right. All right, go ahead. 300. 300. Chase Utley and Randy Wolf. Oh boy, Carson, Dom, seventy-two. No, fuck. Uh, forty-nine. Incorrect. It is sixty-nine. Dom was pretty close. Okay, I thought he was like forty-six, maybe. Uh, Randy Wolf. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, four hundred. Uh, four hundred. Jeremy Macklin and Reno Mahe. Oh my god. All right, maybe I throw this category out the window next time. I just don't know Reno Mahi's number. Uh, is it what position did he play? Is it one hundred one? <laughs> it is not one hundred one. What position did he play? He was a special teamer. Kick return. Yeah, but like, was he a cornerback or a receiver? I I don't know. I don't even remember. Because that that like that helps my answer. You. Yeah, right. I thought he was eighty three, so, but that's not right. I don't know. It's 92. I don't know. Uh, no, it is 52. <laughs> what, what number is Reno Mahe? Uh, look it up. Uh, 34. Okay, so he's probably a cornerback uh, or a running back. All right, so one question right. left. Dom up 500. This is basically to tie. To tie the game. I don't even have a tiebreaker. I didn't even think of one. Maybe it's for these. I should start thinking of tiebreakers. Um. All right, you guys ready? Let's see. Yep. JJ Redick and Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> Carson. Uh, Dumb. 69. Incorrect. Fuck. I'm going to go with 84 and a half. 
<laughs> and if that is incorrect, it is 72. The Kami Mutombo was 55. I thought it was 52. 55. Damn. God dang, Missouri State. <laughs> that, I probably <laughs> fucked you up. Vermont. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So for next time, I'll throw out the Jersey math category. You guys did not like that at all. I thought that was actually be wasn't that fun. bad. I actually I actually kind of liked it a little bit. Because yeah, I didn't throw out like impossible jersey numbers. Like yeah, those right, numbers right. are gettable. I mean, Dikembe yeah. Mutombo is tough, but like, you thought about Wolf it longer. Was harder than Dikembe Mutombo. You think so? Rio Mahe was the hardest. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, anyway, Dom Dom is victorious. Um, it's two and zero, Dom. Two and zero. There exactly. you go. We'll uh, we'll bring. Maybe I back should. Maybe I should. Maybe I should go to. Uh, to uh, what, what the fucking the at the bar? What's that called? I have no clue what, what? I'm talking about. Trivia. Oh, Quizzo. Quizzo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all Philly sports, maybe. Maybe you'd be good, yeah. good at it. There you go. Um. So yeah, I mean, what, what else you guys talk about? Phillies. We got Phillies. Um, Listen, man. A couple we, weeks. We, we we got episode one hundred the the week of opening day. Um. I'm so fucking excited. It's not even funny. Uh, is that the week opening day? Next week. Yeah, next Thursday. I thought it was like the first week of April. No, it's the th- March 30th. No. Oh, is Okay, yeah, it would be then. Next All Thursday. Right. Interesting. That is uh, you know what? Uh, that is that is a good thing then. Um I'm excited. I'm excited for this uh this season. Um hopefully it, it still we still don't know what the deal is with, you know, Bryce Harper and how long he's out for. Um, but this lineup is gonna mash. That's just what's gonna happen. I'm, I'm excited. And and also too, like they got better defensively with with Turner. I know he's he wasn't the best defensive shortstop out there. I think the other guys like Correa and John Blanco, the other Swanson and who's the other guy? Xander was out there. Xander. I think all three of them are probably a little bit better defensively. But I think all around Trey Turner was the best shortstop. Might be the best shortstop in the league. I think people forget, like, this dude averages over 300, I think, for his career. Like, this, or in the 290s at least, he he is, I, I think people just don't realize because we're coming off a World Series and he wasn't on that team that just how good this guy is and how much yeah. he could help this team. He hits for average. He hits all over the park. He has He pop. steals bases. He steals bases. He but does I, everything. He said that he may steal 50 bases this year. He might. With the new rule, he actually might. Fifties, yep. like I know what the new rule. I know what the new rules may like. I, what are his stolen base numbers throughout his career? Has he ever been close to fifty? Last year, last year or the year before, I think he was in the thirties, possibly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mistaken. Now, all right. So dating, dating back to 2015, well, he only had 27 games played. All right, so 2016, he had. Where the hell did the stolen base numbers just go? Hold on. <laughs> I thought they were there. They were not. Um, so, oh shit, yeah, no. So I, I got them I right got, here. I, okay, yeah. Yeah, I got them now. So, back twenty fifteen, he had two thirty three, forty six, forty three, thirty five, twelve, thirty two, twenty one, eleven, twenty seven. So last year he did have twenty seven, the most that he's had since twenty twenty one. But he also isn't doesn't seem like the same base stealer as he was in his first few years in Washington. Um, but with the news, yeah, uh, maybe he gets back to those numbers. Maybe, yeah. Plus, he's in the. Was he leading off in in the Dodgers? Was he he's not. Uh, I was thinking right, of Mookie, so, right? Or he might. Mookie? He might have been. No, you know what? 
I'm trying to trying to think when I went to the game because he had a triple when I went to the Dodgers game last year. Uh, I, he was either first or second. I don't remember. It's him or Mookie. I couldn't remember which one was one or two. Yeah. I think Mookie might have let off and Turner might have been second. Freeman hit third. Um, but yeah, I, I mean that that you know that plays a role in in stealing bases, right? Yeah, I know as much Absolutely. as it does, but it it definitely does. Uh, it doesn't anymore. Like I, I don't know. I feel like baseball is more like that. That that is the mi- mindset of like the traditional old school mentality. I don't know if people think of that nowadays. I agree with you, but I don't know if it necessarily matters now. Yo, his twenty twenty one numbers are kind of stupid. Led the league in hitting. Led the league in stolen bases with thirty two. Led the league in average hit three twenty eight. Uh, 77 RBIs, 28 home runs for a shortstop that probably let off most of that year. He was really, he's really, That's really, a really COVID good. Year, right? Yeah. Uh, 2021 the year after mm, the year after. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, it's almost like he was, you know, an MVP candidate for a reason that year. He was fifth in MVP fifth, voting. Fifth in MVP voting. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yep. That is I mean, crazy. I don't know. Who who, I don't know. I don't know who won. I'm not sure. Uh, I could look it up. Hold on. Yeah, and, uh, it was Harper. MVP. It was, it was, yeah, it was Harper year. Yeah. yeah. All right, never mind. I take that back. Harper, Soto, <laughs> Tatis, Crawford, and Turner was five. Nah, Turner didn't deserve it. Wait, Crawford? Brandon Crawford. What Crawford? Brandon, Brandon Crawford? Crawford. Yeah. Was fourth? Fourth, yep. In, in MVP voting? Correct. <laughs> in the world? Had less, well, let me see. Had less runs scored, less hits, less home runs, more RBIs, less stolen bases, more better walks, hair. less less average, better hair. All that gets you a higher MVP voting than Trey Turner. There you go. It's because Gabe, Gabe was his manager. Yep. <laughs> you guys are hating on Gabe Kapler. Oh, Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Oh. Sorry, right, they still three. scored. Yeah. Man, Mexico destroyed the United States last time they played though. Yeah. Did that? So I haven't yeah. paid I haven't paid really much attention because it's like twelve I just, to five. I don't I don't know. I don't really yep. care. Should, should I care more about the WBC than I do? I don't know. I think it's a lot of I fun. I think it I think it's cool this year just because so many players are playing. It's cool it to see Phillies. Yeah. yeah, the other day, the other day, uh, I think it was Schwarber, Real Muto, Turner, back to back to back. Like yeah. they batted seven, like eight, nine. six, seven, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was I was getting on Buzz in Disney World, and I saw the Trey Turner Grand Slam. I was like, they were like putting me in my fucking seat, and I'm like watching <laughs> watching the Grand Slam. Like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Got your Captain America shirt on. What's that? Was that was that moment bigger than uh who what was it? Oshi's goal? Uh well probably not. Like, was, yeah, like Oshi is was like an Olympics. I feel like that's a bigger <laughs> yeah, deal yeah, than yeah. The World Baseball yeah. Classic. And and it was awesome because he just kept going. Um like cuz the, the shootout rules right. in, in the Olympics after your original 3, you can you could just keep going. You could wrap. So he was literally going up there every time. Again, yeah. I think it was Sergei Bobrovsky um, against the Russians, and just kept scoring like at will. Just kept scoring, kept scoring, kept scoring. Uh, just put the team on his back, and then they ended up winning. 
Um, so I would say that was probably yeah. a bigger deal. I think uh, just the Olympics in general, I think that's what makes it bigger too. Right, yeah. But, but. No, I think I think the WBC is a lot of fun. Uh, it's really cool to see, like, like I said, three Phillies playing with Arenado, Goldschmidt, you know, Mookie oh. Betts, like Trout, like all the best players in the world playing together. Um, I just see a lot of know. the drama about like all the injuries and quote unquote meaningless or unmeaning, not meaningless. It's just there's a lot of drama surrounding this year's WBC. Did you guys see what Edwin Diaz said? No. That it was the most meaningful game. That like he didn't mind. A lot of these guys really care. Yeah. Yeah. Said that it was the most meaningful game he's ever played in in his career. Like what's that? Especially. Yeah, but like like especially for these guys that probably like grew up in Puerto Rico and and didn't have anything. Yeah, Yeah. like and and they get to represent their country. You know. Yeah, we definitely take it for granted here. Plus, plus he's a Met, so he's never gonna. He's not used to the big moment. That's what I was. What I was getting at. And he was, and he's a Seattle. He was a Seattle Mariner before that, so he definitely it, didn't have have that. It is funny that like before the season even starts, the Mets are already metting, metting. You know, like they're yeah. already they're already in mid season form. Edwin Diaz gets hurt from celebrating, and then I think Brandon Nimmo got hurt sliding into second or something. Like it's it's a mess over there before the season even starts. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, fuck them, right? Uh, it is weird though, like the the weird injuries. TJ roots for them, Mike. Does he? Good. He could go fuck himself too. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it is weird though. It's it's funny to me that like the weird injuries baseball players get. Like it's I, I don't you don't see it in any other sport. A guy just is celebrating and gets hurt, and it happens like frequently. Or, or motorcycle like, accidents. Or motorcycle accidents. <laughs> We're playing Fran- soccer in the, in the outfield. Fernando uh, Jr. with the motorcycle accident. The funniest. Ryan Batson when he kicked the chair. Yeah. Dude, one of the funniest ones to me was a few years ago. I think it was like three, four years ago. Salvador Perez was like carrying luggage down steps and like tore his ACL. Like how? Like what? You they're the most like uncoordinated non athlete athletes in the world. They, they, and, from the tattoo that he got, he got like poisoning from a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. Baseball players' bodies are just weird. Uh, it, it's the funniest thing in the world because it's the single hardest thing they do in sports is to hit a baseball. <laughs> so like, bodies just aren't built for it for some Yeah, reason. it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Except Bryce Harper. His body's just different. Yeah. So, um, uh, a little Phillies news. Uh, do I see um, the Phillies release Mark Appel? Uh, yes. Today? Oh. Yes. That's an interesting one. I'm curious. To th- like obviously, he's 31, 32 years old. Doesn't really have much of a future in the organization or maybe even baseball. But like as a thirty one year old rookie last year, I thought he was solid. Like I'm surprised he Do, didn't give more of a shot. Did you see his thread on Twitter? I did. I, I was curious if you guys wanted me to read it or not. Uh, it, I know it's I mean lo- I know it's long, yeah. so I, I wasn't going to. I think we could just paraphrase it, but like I was sitting in the middle of Magic Kingdom reading that over the weekend and I was like I was like oh, that, that kinda like really sucks for a guy like him who's Probably had so much success before coming to the majors, and it just didn't, you know, didn't work out. Yeah, I so um, one of our pods, obviously on the network, Bell Smashers, had Mark Appel on their podcast a few weeks ago, and he kind of talked about basically what that thread was and what his first 
blog and his newsletter was. He basically talked about that at length. So if I, yeah. I recommend anybody go check that out because that's exactly exactly what he talked about for a majority of the show. Where he he said every year he basically comes in assuming it's his last year in baseball because he kind of puts the weight off his shoulders. Like he's not constantly pressured into making the majors. He's like, all right, I'm going. This is my last year. Whatever if whatever happens happens basically. Yeah, so, it's interesting. Um, did, he signed a big contract too, right? When he got drafted by Houston. Well, yeah, probably it was the number one overall pick. So I mean, baseball you just give contracts to people for no reason. Look at Scott Kingery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude yeah. from Arizona just got paid too. What dude? Car- is that? Uh, the the rookie Corbin Carroll. Oh uh, really? Yeah, they paid the, him. The- they just drafted him. He played right? though. Yeah, well well I don't they drafted him a few years ago, but uh he was uh he he's he played a little bit at the end of the year last year and uh um he's like their top he's like I think he's the second or third best prospect or the top prospect in the league. I think he's second. Um and they just gave him a ton of money, like eight years oh, wow. uh, whatever. Yeah. He, but I mean at least he Scott Kingery didn't see a pitch in the majors yet. At least this kid played like right. a month. Yeah, <laughs> but not. they gave him uh, six and a half million, Houston. Yeah, and the Phillies gave him ninety nine thousand. Well, that was that was oh. in was that in the Ken Giles trade? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also got Vinny Velo in that deal, I believe. Yep. Yeah, and then one more player. I forget who the uh, player was. Well, um, what am I saying here? Um. He was actually drafted by Pittsburgh, I think, the year before. He was like the eighth overall pick. Oh, was he really? And oh. he opted to go. Yeah, he opted to go back to college. Yeah, hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's had a very interesting career. Obviously, you know, a lot, a lot of downs, and kind of didn't really live up to the expectation that a number one overall pick should have. But um, he's de- he's definitely a positive dude. Really, really. I mean, I'm, t- I'm telling you, anybody go listen to the Bell Smasher podcast with him on it. It was insightful. It's very, very good yep. stuff. Um, and yeah, other, form. yeah, to- totally, yeah, totally. But like, I'm I'm curious why, why they released him. Like, it, I, it's it's weird to me. I think they have a not a logjam, but I, I think they're very confident in their bullpen. Their their bullpen is on paper supposed to be one of the better ones. Maybe they just think he doesn't. You know, I don't think it hurts them if no, he's no, in the I, minors. You know, yeah, no, no, I get it. So yeah. I like, like like I just I think that they maybe they think that he doesn't he's not gonna make I don't know he's not gonna make the major league roster but again I don't think it hurts with him being in the, in the minors. Well, I don't, think um, they, I don't think they sent him down. I think they just flat out. Cut that's him. what I'm saying. No, no, I know. I'm saying I'm saying it's weird that they cut him. They could have just what I'm, yeah. Right, I agree. Right. I, I thought it was weird they cut him instead of sending him down to AAA. Right. I don't know. Unless they Except asked him and, and it was mutual, or he said I don't want to go. Down there again. Yeah, could have been. Uh, maybe yeah. he, you know, maybe they kind of did him a favor almost and said, "All right, we'll release you, still pay you whatever we owe you, and you could figure out the next chapter of your life." I guess I don't know, or maybe somebody else will pick him up. Who knows? I, who knows what the what the future holds for Mark Appel. But yep. You guys got anything Phillies want to talk about? I mean, we're just kind of waiting for the season to start. We've been hopped up, ready to go since November, basically. It's fun when the season sh- off season is short, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, and then they go out and sign one of the best uh, free agents, best shortstops in the league. So, yep. um, I- I'm just I'm so excited. It's weird that they go- they start off in Texas though. 
They go to Texas, the and they go to to New York, to the Yankees. Yep. And then they come home to I think Cincinnati, maybe. Yeah, Cincinnati. Opening day here. Yeah. Yep. I feel like they always play Cincinnati early for some reason. Good. Play them early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So. I know we talked about it, Dom. You weren't on the show last week, right? I know we talked about it a little bit. Scott Kingery Revenge Tour. Are we? Uh, yeah. How are you feeling? Um, think he makes a listen, team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it hurts them if he does. I mean, it, it's a guy that could play a little bit of everywhere. I guess at a decent at a, at a semi decent level. And he's about like um, five hundred in spring. I feel like you got to give him a chance. What's well, the thing? Like, like what is the what is the what does the roster look like? Like, with without Harper or I guess why well, do you count Harper? Does Harper Harper's not on the roster, right? Right, he's he in the IL. Doesn't count IL. because you're going to start him so, on the injured list, right? So let's go so, through the roster. So so you got Derek Hall is your D is your replacement. I would assume for Bryce Harper, he's your DH. I would assume, right? Um, I think I think you could split time with him, Sosa, DH here here and there. If you like, uh, you know, not not not. Regularly, but right. um, Jake Cave. Wow, Japan. Yeah, Jake Cave. I think uh, uh, what's his face is gonna is is gonna be um, on this roster too. Uh, Clemens. You do? You think he's gonna? Yeah, that's why. I like I, I, so. I know me and Chris all about last week. I don't know if Josh Harrison's like flat out making the team. He might not. Yeah, I haven't paid enough attention to spring training. He has, honestly, he hasn't been good. And the other guys have been right. really like JK is playing really well. Right. King yeah. is playing really well. And Cave is an outfielder too. I think that really helps. Like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like, have like it, it's, it's that Phillies effect where it's like you play shortstop. Oh, you could play center field or yeah. you play second base. You could play center field. Like, so I, I think it is important to have, um, actual outfielders play the outfield. Yeah. <laughs> so. You mean, sure. you but, like Dubal Herrera in center field? No, no. Isn't it, isn't it so nice we don't have to see him anymore? What do you think he's doing? Do you think he's did anybody sign him or no? I don't did know. Any, did anybody sign him? I don't know. I'm gonna look ahead up right now. I just saw that up. uh Cesar Cesar Hernandez, he might be in the Red Sox. He got a minor league deal, which is surprising because like we, yes, there were a lot of people that didn't love him here, but like as a Philly, he hit like almost two eighty. Like like he was a player. On, on a good, on a good. Obviously, they were they were. He was on some terrible rosters, but like on a decent roster, like he's not that bad. Like I used to give him a lot of shit too, but like look at that Cleveland year. The year he was in Cleveland, I think he had a really really good year. Odubel is still unsigned, by the way. Who are we talking about? Uh, Cesar Hernandez. Uh, Cesar had some really nice. I thought he was a very uh, like. He's What's a that? Very, Detroit. That's what it is. He's yeah. a very consistent bat. He was never spectacular, but I, I no. thought he was fairly reliable. As I'm saying, he like as a Philly, he hit like 280. Like yeah, like it, it, you know, on like I'm saying, on a good roster, he could be like a Gene Segura last year. Where totally, if he's your ninth hitter, or eighth hitter, whatever it is, he's decent enough think, defensively. Yeah, I, I don't think he's as good of a defender as as a defender no, as better. Uh, he's as a better Gene. player. Yeah, yeah Gene's a better yeah, player. Right. He was with the Phillies from 2006 to 2019. Yep. He got Azar? Yeah, he got signed as a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. That's nuts. And he led the majors in bunt hits, infield hits and go. triples. I think guy. he was the the last Philly to hit. He might be the first Philly ever. I think it was 
They played the Cincinnati Reds on opening day in Cincinnati. It was like 2016. The first Phillies player ever to hit a home run on the first pitch of the season. Oh, really? It's a very specific yeah. stat. He did yep. have some pop in his bat sometimes too. And and I think and I think he was the third Phillies player ever to hit a opening or the first at bat to hit a home run in the, like, in the season in the season. Yeah, it, it was at the same time. Interesting. So, all right, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Flyers, Sixers, or are you guys ready to get out of here? Really Real quick, with the Flyers. Yeah, go real ahead. quick. Um, yep. um, what have you have you been watching or? Uh, yeah, a little bit here and there. There. How, how's this new kid look? Uh, uh, apparently, I'm watching highlights and what um Forrester. Oh, um, uh, Forrester. Uh, got a goal got a to his this. He does. He's make. He's he's involved in some in some plays. He's. He's gonna have some growing pains. Um, that's kind of what okay. he is. I just, I just like getting him the opportunity to play some games down the stretch. Yeah. Flyers games are meaningless. They've had like three points in the last two or three games, which I'm not a fan of. Lose more games, you gotta right. lose. Um, but no, he, I, he looks solid. He looks real solid. And then, and then, uh, um, what about this Cutter Gautier? Godier, whatever his I'm name hearing, is. Uh, I'm hearing mixed is things. He, is he staying in college or? I'm hearing mixed things, and I. His college season's been done for about a week, week and a half. I'm surprised he hasn't been signed yet, and that's making me think he's going to spend another year in college. Yeah. But I, I think, I, you know, just from looking at the season, yeah, he had a pretty good year. Um, really good year. Freshman, too. Yeah, yeah. That maybe he could come right up and help the team, after, so. especially after next year. Oh, yeah, totally. I think in the end of the yeah, like if, if he spends another year in college, I yeah. think he could come right up and – I agree. I think he'll come up now and play and, and be productive. Yeah, yeah. But I, I agree. One more year in college coming up at the end of next season. I think he'd well, be a really like good player. The Flyers own his rights. Yep. Yeah. So the way yeah, he was the first round pick last year. Yeah. When you get drafted, I think I forget exactly. If you're a college, three years, right? I think it's is it three or four. Okay. It might I, be I think four. I think you have I think you have it four. I think if he stays all four years in college, then at the end of his college career, he goes in as a as a uh, unrestricted free agent gets to pick his team. It's very rare when that happens. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what incentive does that give the team? Like, the team loses in that. But regard. but most most of these guys don't stay four years. Right, anyway. exactly. Yeah, they, they kind so. of usually want to come in in a year, two, three tops. Um, it's, it's very rare when, when guys stay four. But it's kind of like basketball. I mean, basketball probably has way more four, four-year players, but... Um. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say here? What, what? So what is it? If so, if he signs the if he signs the say hypothetically tomorrow, he wakes up and signs a contract with the like, or it comes up to the Flyers. So, what do they have? Three years? It's a three-year entry-level contract. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. From um, whenever I had another question too. Yeah. If, uh, it might slide into next year. Where next year might start it. I I'm not exactly sure. The breakdown of it, I NHL contracts can get very confusing. Yeah. Sorry, Don. Do you have another question? No, I did, but I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Um. Oh, what do you what do you think about this Carter Hart stuff? Like, like to trade him? Yeah. Uh, because my thought is, think, and I look, we, I, I know, I know that I know the last week, Chris. Yeah, me. I think we did. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I did listen to most of the show last week. The question okay. I asked, but I don't think I got this far. The question I asked was like, "Is any jersey unbuy? Like, is should you be, right. feel safe to buy anybody's jersey 
right now. Like, uh, I think, well, if I can answer that question without knowing what you said, because I, I, I did listen to most of the show last week. Um, I think the only guys that I think you have a chance, and this was going to kind of lead to my point, actually. Uh, I think it's, what, Lawton, I think, sh- will be here. I think Lawton, uh, Lawton's a guy that'll, that'll be here. Yeah, I, I think the know. Proveroffs, the Konechnies, those guys won't be here. But I think, uh, like, in the long term, I think Lawton will be here in the next three, four, five years. Do you um, really think I so? think, I, I think yeah. there's a legitimate chance at next trade deadline, I think you flip Scott Lawton. Because I think you like you see the players okay. that get traded at the deadline, yeah. um, the, those type of players, the Swiss Army Knife, the – the guys that can be, you know, pests to play against, the guys good on the forecheck, the grinder, so to speak, can sure. fetch you a first round pick plus at the trade deadline. And then yeah. the Flyers probably won't be competitive. Oh yeah, I'm I'm buying they that. Won't be, yeah. They won't be competitive next year. I think that's the perfect trade piece next trade deadline, personally. I what uh so well how how what do you think about um what's his name? Eighty six. Uh Farabee. Farabee. Uh I think they're holding on to Farabee because, like, this is the worst season he's had since he's come up here, but he's coming off of a major surgery. Um, I just meant more more because of the Tortorella stuff. Yeah, it's a young player going through growing pains. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, But back to Um, your Carter Hart thing, I I wouldn't trade him now. Because, honestly, like, like, I know the team is in a lot different position than they were when um, Bobrovsky was here, but it's like everybody, like, like all these people, like were so mad at the Flyers trade Bobrovsky. Now they want to trade Carter Hart. I just don't. I don't yeah. like. You, you said for years how how trading Bobrovsky was the wrong move, the wrong move, the wrong move. And now you're talking about trading Carter Hart. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, and and you look at the thing we talked about with Chris last week is like you look at the history of goalies getting traded, and like they don't get you a lot. Like you don't. The returns for goalies really aren't that great. Like Bobrovsky, yeah. I think they got like a third round pick for him. It's like the the you just don't get a lot for him. So the argument I hear is which is crazy. It is yeah, nuts. Is but, like the most one of the most important positions in sports. Like yeah, but for but the problem is they're a crapshoot. You could something you could plug them in, and a great player can have it could just be bad. Peter like, yeah, like it, you, it's just goaltenders are voodoo, and they just don't make any sense. It's hard to predict what they're gonna do. Um, yeah. so that's why the returns on them aren't that great. So the one here, the one argument I hear is like. Oh well, he's the player that has the most value, and they aren't going to be good for you know when he enters his prime anyway, which is false. Because I mean, a goalie enters his prime at like twenty seven years old; it's three years away from him still. He they can still be competitive during his prime, um, so that's false. But um, but it, it, who knows? what like they won't get a haul. I don't think is the argument I keep hearing is they're going to get a haul. I don't think they will. So right. I don't think anybody's untouchable. I would listen to offers right. on Carter Hart. I just don't think I would get an offer that would be worth trading him. I hear if you. That makes sense. Um, what, what was going to kind of go into my next point, too, was like, I think this team can... Like, next year, I think they're... Especially because they, they they fire Fletcher. Um, I think next year, you can go 0-82, and, and nobody... Yeah. like I think people will be happy. Like, right. But I just think... I don't think... With, with this history, the history of the Flyers, I think the year after that, you could be bad, but I don't think you could be that bad. But I think the year after that, you're going to really have to start trending upward. Like, sure. And that's, again, the two two or three years away from being two or three years away. Like, yeah. it's uh, it sucks to say that because we've been saying that for 12 years. Right. But, uh, but um, 
But yeah, I just I think next year you can fucking suck. And then like no people are gonna be happy. And then the year after that, you gotta like be a little bit better. And then after that, you, you just you have to I'm not gonna say you have to start competing, but you've gotta you've gotta it have is, a couple good players. It is crazy that after all this, well, we're like back in phase one of the Hextall era. Like the Hextall, yeah. when Hextall came in, he was, you know, get them out of cap hell and build up the farm system draft well. That's essentially what they have to do. They have to get out of the cap situation they're in and rebuild in the draft. Hextall failed at doing that stuff, um, at least in the long term, and now they have to figure out a way to 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 make that yeah. happen and succeed. Well, I, well, did, well, did did he fail or did Holmgren fail him? Because Holmgren kind of left them no money, and I actually thought that uh, that Hextall really kind of drafted well in the sense that like. They were always a top prospect team, and they just couldn't develop. So, like, well, that's the thing you I, don't like, know. You don't know if it's an, on his drafting ability or if it's true. on the development team because it could true. chicken or the egg, right? Like, which one right. is the reason why the guys didn't pan out? Um, I thought he was at times it looked like he was a very good drafter, but when you look at the guys that develop, and you know, well, they, he just drafted a bunch of okay players. He didn't draft well, any superstar. He didn't find any diamonds in the rough. Like he. He seen he was a guy that we s- kind of saw was just very uh, against bringing guys up, and maybe that's the reason oh because gosh. they just weren't ready. Yeah, I don't know. Possible, totally. So, so. you guys got anything else? You ready to get out of here? Yeah, I'm just you know excited for this championship game for World Baseball Classic. When is the um, championship game? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because both the teams are uh, they're playing in Florida, right? Miami. Now. Yeah. yeah, Miami, and I think the United States was over in Phoenix, right? So they're both uh, in the United States. Well, no, they uh, the, they, were they in played Miami too. They, they played the, yeah, they played the first half of their games, and then they played the last two in Miami. The 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 Turner Grand Slam on what was that Saturday, and then the two that he hit yesterday were both in Miami. So they're it's, they're already. Right there. Yeah, they're already here. Yep. Yeah. So, all right, we're gonna get out of here. We'll see everybody next week. Um, check us out Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Fired Up Sports. Check out our website, FiredUpSports.com. A lot of good Phillies content going on right now. Um, because the season's obviously starting. And listen, next week, Monday, episode one hundred. Everybody, be there and tune in, and we will see everybody for that next week. See you guys later. Yeah.